Welcome back to the Habs Puck Drop Podcast. This is the February 11th game against the Edmonton Oilers. This is right after the Toronto Maple Leafs loss on February 10th. It's 1-0 after the first period uh, from a goal of uh, Juju, Judar Kyra. <laughs> um, you know, it seems like every time, uh, you know, you look at the game yesterday with Toronto and, you know, all the no-names are scoring and, you know, Dermott's getting his first goal and they all got their first yeah, goal last night. It just seems like the trend's carrying on, but you know, we'll, we'll get right into the first period here. Me and Jesse were just having a disagreement on, uh, you know, not a disagreement that you want to have. Basically, uh, you know, defending which line was the least bad. <laughs> um, you know, he was saying the Suzuki, Anderson, Drew, and line looked per- like you know better than the rest out there. Um, I was arguing that if anything, our fourth line, our grind looked fine. Um, you know, from my point of view, you know, yeah, Suzuki's line got a few shots, but they're also on for the goal, made a bad slot decision there. Um, but you know, all in all, like all four lines are, look like they're running at 30%. They just, the breakout looks absolutely terrible. I think that's where we'll start, but yeah, the, the breakout looks like we're on the penalty kill the entire game i don't yeah. understand well we're, we didn't have the puck for we're the first getting two minutes. Well, that's exactly it. well forget the first two minutes there there were chunks of two minute periods throughout that whole first period that we just like had edmonton cycling on us and we just couldn't get out of our zone there was one notable pass i remember from either petrie or edmondson i think it was petrie where they just like shoveled it up the ice with like the force of like an old grandmother it just went like eight yeah, feet the breakout is just it's just brutal. brutal to watch and like we're icing the puck and we're not skating and like the whole thing with this team is like our strength is the fact that we have four lines that we can run but now we can't even run any of the lines yeah. that's the issue is like and it's the, the problem is we shouldn't be having like we were saying that little debate over which line is performing the best because the whole like philosophy of the team and the whole way this is going to work is if we don't have the ability to make that argument. Yeah. You need to be able to say, like, no, they're all playing equally well. Yeah, and, like, I understand swapping the lines around, but please do not make this to fully Deno-Gallagher line. I mean, to be fair, the Deno-Gallagher line actually looks pretty good tonight. Like, they, they have a few shots, and Deno looks actually, like, really good and noticeable like he made a few really good defensive plays and a few uh good offensive passes but i just i don't see to fully gallagher dano work no and i also i also think that with that move i haven't noticed to fully very much out of the three i've noticed and dano I noticed and gallagher a lot with caught yeah yeah that's, that's just... it i mean well that if we're the one thing we agreed on for sure is that uh tatar armia and caught Kinami was the worst of the four lines yeah, this period. Yeah. It's just like I there's a difference between having a shake up and there's and then just like experimenting. Yeah. We don't have the luxury of time to experiment. Yeah, I find a lot of um you know, I don't know if it's fatigue or whatnot, but like we said yesterday, it's just not an excuse. Like everyone's going through the same thing, but you know, I find especially, you know, down the middle our vigor has gone down a lot. Like I notice, yeah. you know, Besides Suzuki, he's been pretty much consistent. You know, Dano's been struggling. Kotkaniemi's been struggling. Evans has been struggling recently. Yeah. So, like, you know, Kotkaniemi, I barely notice him on the ice. Yeah. Um, except for a few mistakes here and there. All of his shots, like, it, it's almost, you know, when he comes up on the, on the left side there and he takes his wrist shot, it's like there's a 99% chance it's getting blocked. Yeah. Like, I don't I, know what I do it have is. one criticism of Suzuki, though, just very briefly. He needs to get faster. He's he's very he glides, slow yeah. moving, and I know he can be faster. I also think playing with Anderson and Druin 
like he just they need to pick up the pace i understand like he he obviously has an you know an elite level iq and the ability to slow the game down to his desired pace but i just noticed it breaking up the ice that like I see the other players coming back, and it's not the first time that I've noticed this. Versus, like, with, let's say, Anderson, even on that line, he goes through, and, like, there's no time to react. Like, look at Mc how McDavid, yeah. half the time, like, it's not even, like, a nice move. He just skates, and it's so fast that, like, one bad decision, the defenseman falls over. Yeah, exactly. So it's just, like, yeah. I, you just gotta, you gotta kind of push the pace a little. It's the one criticism I have of him. Like, I can't really say much bad about him, because yeah, the guy's... He's and playing I, well. He's it's a phenomenal just, I, I talent. I do agree with you, But though. it just, we gotta, like, I gotta see him, like, hustle. Yeah, it, it's, it's even, like, uh, I know what you mean. Like, it, it, I know, like, the speed part isn't his game, but it looks like his feet aren't moving. Well, that's what I mean. It's He's not being lazy. I mean, like, he actually needs to work yeah, on his foot but I speed. find everyone in general right now is reaching. Like, yeah. I, I, I really don't want to make an example out of josh anderson with how well he's playing and how fast he moves but like you know just to kind of put this game into context so far there was a there was a play where i forget who passed it to him but they they passed it to josh anderson oh and it went behind him i think it was drew and passed it to josh anderson and he literally watched the puck like in slow motion just pass him yeah and he just like reached for it i was like come on man yeah, like, he tried to kind of like meet it as it went behind his yeah. feet he tried to kind of like catch it when he missed it he just kind of let it go yeah and like I don't know. I just, I, there's something off. Yeah. Like there's and, just you know, something off. What I was saying with the fourth line was like, they're the ones that are really moving their feet, but you know, they played three minutes last period and like, it's not a super talented line. So it's like, we can't really lean on them. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, we have depth, but like, you know, we have to primarily lean on those top three lines there for goals because we can't rely on a fourth line playing three minutes per period to really produce like everything we need. But you know, I don't think this line shakeup is is what it's gonna. Is what that's it's gonna, not because, how you should shake the line. Well, up. and that Tatar Dano Gallagher line has so much chemistry that yeah. like them not playing together is like extremely alien to them. Like yeah, they, I also they've don't been playing know. together for like two full years now, basically. I know. I I, just, I don't know if if I would have done the shakeup this way. I mean, we talked about it briefly on the last podcast. I think in terms of the shakeups, I think. I, oh, there's there's a very famous coach from way back in the day that used to make his lines based on pairs, and he would just basically have two guys per line that are just inseparable, and then mix the others around, basically. And I think that's how you have to go. But I think, you know, for example, with that Tatar-Deno-Gallagher line, I think Tatar and Gallagher are the two that have the chemistry. I, like, just based off their play, and they're kind of, you know, like, they're the ones who their points kind of track each other a little more. Mm. Um, you know, same thing goes for, for example, like Suzuki and Druin have more time on the ice together than Anderson. I would have much rather have seen Anderson get put with like a Kotkaniemi yeah. than, and to fully move up with them rather than put to fully with Dano and Gallagher, make Tatar play down yeah. with Kotkin. It's just a weird I'd mix. I'd, I'd actually put to fully up on the first line there because I think Kotkaniemi would pair better with Anderson. Yeah. Like I could see Armia playing. Well, it's a on crash the left. and bang line. Yeah, Armia playing on the left. Um, or even Anderson. He plays the left. Yeah, or even Anderson. But just to keep him where he is right now with how well he's producing, yeah. like keep Anderson on the right, put Armia on the left, and Kotkin. I mean, that's a really big line. And, you know, I just. You know, I, I'm not ready to give Cockney more center center ice minutes. Like, I. Yeah. You know, like, I agree. Dano's playing, like, really not. Well, he's playing bad for, yeah. for the beginning of the season, but I don't think. 
you know, to move up in the lineup, I think you have to kind of earn it. Yeah, and I don't it, think it shouldn't be by default. Yeah, I don't think Kakemi's particularly earned it yet. Like, I don't think he's like. No, that's fair. He hasn't really broken out, and I I understand that. I mean, more like just you sucks know, because Dano. Like, we we need that two C to like really. Well, pick imagine it up a Byron caught Kaniemi Anderson, speed yeah. and size on that line. I mean, yeah. Byron would bring more speed just than size. Literally, just, like, just mix around the, things that make sense. Yeah, the consensus here is like anything except. To fully Gallagher Denno. Yeah, like, like obviously, you know, we're, we're not at Brossard. We don't see the practice lines as much. And I'm sure, like, again, Claude Julien, like, he's not just making it up as he goes, but it just, it doesn't make sense. And it's not working, is the important yeah. part. Like, we, had, we, you know, he didn't switch it and see them go off. Yeah. You know, because no, exactly, now, now they, I'm just thinking tried, about it. If we had. The last game. Yeah, exactly. If we had Druin, Suzuki, Toffoli, and then Tatar, Kotkiniemi, Gallagher, or Tatar, Denno, Gallagher, leave that. Then you have Anderson, uh, Byron, and Kotkaniemi, and then your fourth line is Army, Alekin, and Evans. Yeah. It were it, it like it things just click into place like like Lego pieces. Like it makes sense. Yeah. But like, there's certain things that just don't work. Yeah. And uh, you know. You know we're hopefully. down one nothing. Goal from. Yeah. Juju Kyra. <laughs> our our goals per game is uh you know really dipping. Yeah, I don't know what happened what we, there. Uh, I think had a teams. Few games ago, but. I think teams got a little bit wise to our game plan. And yeah, they're I, I think it, I, I, adjusting. I you know, I think it's more us than anything. I don't think it's really, you know, I think Edmonton's still Edmonton. And, like, yeah, they, you know, they've cleaned up a bit of their, their defensive problems. I mean, like, Koskinen was a big issue there. But, you know, I think it, it, it just judging from, you know, it's not like we're still playing, like, the same Montreal Canadiens. We just can't get the, the goals or, like, we're getting stuck in the neutral zone. It's like we have no breakout, which yeah. is not the other team. That's us. Like, we're no, making true. sloppy plays and... You know, that's good news, though. Yeah. That's good news because that's something that we can change, whereas, like, if they just know our game plan to a T, then we're kind of screwed. But we'll see in the second, guys, and uh, we'll catch up with you in the second intermission. All right. Um, didn't even bother with a second period intermission. Yeah, we both uh, we both there lost was nothing our to, There was nothing to bit. say. The only thing is finally Philip Deno has scored a goal. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> wrong net. So... You know what? I'll, oh. I'll, for the sake of consistency, I'll give him 50k back on his contract, so we're up to 4.75 again. Um, I want to play a little game with you. You name a Habs player, I'll tell you how they played tonight. Uh, Alright, let's go with Thomas Tatar. Shit. <laughs> how about Yol Armia? Shit. <laughs> how about Sperry Kostin? Shit. How about... Shit. <laughs> <laughs> there, no one played well. Not one player played well. I yeah. not one player. I literally well. cannot think of a single player that Caden Primo played great. Actually, you know what? The one player I'll say that was borderline consistent, but uh, you know, his consistency will not win us games is Ben Sherratt. Yeah. Okay? Like he was okay. You know, but again, like Ben Sherratt's not winning us games. No. Right? But you know, what where do we go from here? Like this is just, you know, we're getting shut out. The only place out. to go is up. We're getting shut That's out. The only from silver Smith. lining. <laughs> We're we're driving these goalie save percentages up. We're we're one in four our last five. Um, you know, Saturday night against Toronto is about as must win as it can get. I mean, yeah. I mean you know. now now we're starting to teeter on the, uh, you know, a battle for the first in the division to battle for a playoff spot very quickly. Yeah. And I like how did that well, happen? Ed- like, what yeah. happened? Ed- what happened? Edmonton's uh, right up our ass. No, I know. I'm pretty sure they just tied us in points. No, it can't be. I think so. Get out of here. I Anyway, double check it while we go. But here's the other thing, too. McDavid and Dreisaitl weren't the problem tonight. Juju Kyra was. <laughs> Archibald was. Like, this is the issue. Like, we, we let it... 
so many goals from defensemen and they just, fucking tied us. To yeah, me. they tied us in points, and they have a few games on us. Granted, yeah. they have two games on us, but we're t- we are now tied with the Edmonton Oilers, and the uh, Winnipeg Jets are three points away from us, but we have a game in hand. Ooh. Oh, they have a game in hand. Yeah, yeah. They they have a they they're a game lower than us. <laughs> yeah. So you know we're uh, not looking. We have to figure this out. No, we're not looking good right now. The 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 thing we're is, looking like the inconsistent Habs of last year. Yeah, we look very much like 2019-2020. Um, you know, we were saying well, you we were at least the only thing we were laughing at was the fact that we said you know it'll be a really strong push in the last five minutes wasn't it just like it like i was even waiting for that last push nothing yeah you know we had 36 37 38 i don't know how many shots not one high dangerous chance all just right into the crest of the right goalie. into the crest from the wing it, it's all summed no up by rebounds. that shot druin took near the end of the game yeah. he literally came in and like like i like you could not shoot that softer like i it almost seemed like it was like, like a saucer pass it looks to him. like it looked like that shot uh, that you take in like peewee or atom hockey. Oh, when you're you, just trying to lift it when you first learn how to lift the puck. Yeah, it was just flicking it. He just it was just it was a weak shot, weak effort. You know, like I thought it was offside. Like I thought he was just chipping it. Who's for you the worst tonight? Oh, um, but like don't like the you know equate it for importance on the yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, no, no, like for how sure. Suzuki plays is much um, more important than Evans. Okay, I gotta break this down a little bit here, so. The worst defenseman on the ice tonight was Romanov, by far. Yeah, that was he looked out brutal. of place. He was taking bad shots, made bad decisions. The worst forward on the ice was probably caught Kaniemi. And I'm going to go with... Any Kot- ties? I'm just trying to think for a minute here. Uh, I'm going to go Dano number one. The only reason I'm giving it to Dano is that he took a shot that was on net. <laughs> Like that's literally yeah. the only, that's literally what edged him over. Yeah, and he had a decent first period. Like it was yeah. a decent first well, that's, period, that's it. and then I, he got think, hot. And he, uh... I think Cod Kaniemi. It's for me. He just didn't have a good yeah, game like, at was... all. Because like I only noticed him in the bad periods. Yeah, like another, yeah, he, didn't, he yeah. didn't do anything. Another weak game for Suzuki too. Just not yeah. very strong. Very very bad face offs. Like really yeah. bad. He was in the high thirties. You know, I I don't know. I. Any, any, no, there was no positives. Like, honestly, literally, like, I can't think of a single thing <laughs> that can, like, make me go to sleep right now. Oh, I know. I mean, we'll just ask them, you know, um, we'll turn this into the Flames Puck Drop podcast. <laughs> it's new now. <laughs> oh, my god. Welcome gosh. to the Jets Puck Drop podcast. Anything. <laughs> but, you know, I just, like, I, I don't know. Just, I, you know, the... I'm obviously kidding about changing teams. Like, just who do you for who do you but... play on Saturday? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, this wasn't Alan's fault tonight. No, it wasn't. But, but was I... it Price's fault the other night? No, I. I, I mean, like we can't I don't know. score. The problem I, I, is like, the goals. That's the thing. Is I was gonna say I don't really think it matters who's Alan's in that. Alan was at nine oh three tonight. I I don't think it matters who plays it. It really it, it I completely agree with you. It doesn't matter because we can't put the puck in the net. No, I know. So it doesn't matter. I also like we're in an NHL in general for the past few years. We're like. Yes, having a good goalie matters, but having a great goalie doesn't. No, exactly. If you look at the teams that even you like, just need a nine hundred. You, you need, need a nine hundred. Yeah, I mean, look at Carolina. They have yeah. Peter Morazic, James yeah. Reimer. They've been great. Yeah. Then you look no, you... at teams with super strong goaltending that can be at the bottom of the league. 
Yeah. No, it's it well, just... you you need to score. I mean, like you know, we could have Price or Allen, you know, let in one goal and have a nine eighty. But if we can't score, it doesn't matter. Well, and... this this is what you and I have talked about a lot: is the discrepancy between the best forward in the league and the worst forward in the league points wise is much wider than the best goalie in the league versus the worst goalie in the league goals against wise yeah, for sure. and save percentage. It's just a different position, and you know, I I I don't know. There was something bothering me today about Petrie again. I didn't like his game he tonight. Has, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm with you on that too. I find Petrie is these, probably like every third game, he has these games where like you'd swear he can't be a defenseman. I know. Like, he, it's just he, like his defense, he, like his, it wasn't even his, it, it, was, it was I know position. what you're going to say, it's, it's, his, it's his breakout passes. It's exactly it's that. It's his I was backhand say, it's just like, breakout passes that He, he that makes roll. these backhand passes, like arguably up the middle of the ice. Yeah. And it, it looks, looks like, like a he's, tennis ball. It looks like ice. he's pla- like panicking with it. Yeah. And I don't understand. Like this is someone who's like very clearly like su- like supposed to be and does play most of the time like the best p- defenseman on the team. Yeah, maybe his like wife like yelled at him. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I just like I, I just don't know what happened. Like he like he looks so bad. Yeah, it's just it's, but like uh, this is the thing. It's like I'm not even ripping on him because they all. I didn't look notice Weber at all either. No, no, no. It's the only. So, I, mean, the like, only I guess that's a positive. Yeah, the only time I saw a shot that probably broke a hundred miles an hour or kilometers an hour, whatever they measured in, was uh, when Edmondson pegged Byron in the side of the head, and I thought he killed him. Yeah. So uh, we missed the net about ninety eight percent of the shots we yeah, took. Yeah, and you know I, I I was bringing this up with Jesse during the game. Like, if Kakaniemi can take a shot without it being blocked, oh. I'll do 100 push-ups. Yeah. Okay, I just don't think it's possible. No. That's why I'll, I'll put it to 500. <laughs> okay, next game, if Cottingham gets a, gets a shot on it, <laughs> I'll do 500 push-ups. Yeah. I, he won't. He won't do it. I'm not going to make that bet because I know <laughs> for a fact he won't do it. if I do, it'll he'll, happen. He'll lean on his stick, okay, and it'll get blocked. Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee it. I know. It'll be on the power play. He'll be on the left side. He'll cycle in. He'll get the pass in, in motion from the point. Glide in, take a shot from the circle, and you'll hear, Poof, and, and it'll he, go flying the other way. You know what's just bittersweet to see, too? Our good old Russian doll breakout. Yeah. Drop, the drop pass, drop, drop pass. Drop, drop. <laughs> we were saying it before it happened, and then, like, yeah, I don't know. It just, it, it really frustrates me when they play this poorly because of, like, you know what? I would much rather see a team that played like this from the first game because then you it's know the what you're ways. getting. It's the fact that, like, well, we were saying it before, you know, players are allowed to go on slumps, but why they all choose to go on a slump at the same time is beyond me. Yeah, it's like they... It's like, like they if one player doesn't play well for three games, like, big deal. Yeah, it's like but they're, they're all synced can't. up. It's like, like it, I don't understand that either. It, it, it's almost like the chemistry's too strong, and, like, what happens is Tatar has a bad game, everyone else has a bad game, like, Gallagher and Deno's affected, and since Deno's been having a bad season, that whole line's been affected. Yeah. And, you know, even, uh, you know, down to that Kotkaniemi line, like... Like, th- this is the problem, right? Because what is our strength is currently our weakness. So, like, there's yeah. no... We, we basically just have to snap out of it because, Would like... Would you put in Froelich next game? I, like, I don't, I don't know. Because, like, which this is kind of, like, what that point I was making gets to is, like, do you try something new and fuck with it more or do you, or do you just try to like ride it out and kind of like lean into the storm a little bit and just like see it through? And at the same time, like Byron was like one of the, like yeah, probably the was, best looking forward tonight. 
Which is not saying much. No, but not yeah. saying much at all. Like, he, like it probably, still wasn't great, but yeah. he was probably, like, for me, he was the best looking forward. Because at least I, he, he's still, Hustled. like, yeah, he's still, like, completely torched two or three Oilers. Yeah. Like, just the with only his speed. Two so forwards, at least like, he was skating. Yeah, the only two forwards Anderson I saw did skate was, gonna, I was going to say, Anderson and uh, Byron. Those are the yeah. only two skating. And, you know, like, it was weird, though. It was, like... Gallagher okay. fought in front of the net a lot, at least. Yeah, but and I was gonna say Gallagher. Except his trapezoid shots aren't helping. Yeah, no. You know, that's it. Like he can battle thinks... in front, but he didn't bury one, so it's just a waste of energy. The guy will literally try to bend the puck before he passes. Oh yeah. He'll try to bend the puck from the trapezoid into the net before he passes. He he he's always top five in the league in shots. Yeah. And if you look at his shot percentage, shot chart, is like four percent. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And like if you look at his like where the shots are coming from. You you'd swear, like, like he was like getting emotions. yeah, and like his it's completely random. Like it's unbelievable because you look at guys who lead the league in shots like uh, Ovechkin, Pasternak. I think even Brady Kachuk takes a lot of shots. You see where these shots come from, and you're like, oh okay, yeah. It's like the Ovechkin one that that left side red circle is yeah. just bright red at the end of the year, just from how many shots are from there. Pasternak, same thing, little lower down. Then you look like Brady Kachuk, it's like on the side of the net, it makes sense. Then you look at Gallagher, and you've got this like acne-looking ice, where it's just like, <laughs> there's like a shot from like our zone, yeah, he's and there's serious. a shot from like behind their net. And he's a stochastic oh. process, Gallagher, he's sophisticated that yeah. way. But, you know, you know, I, you, they're obviously going to practice tomorrow. I mean, they're not going to get the day off. No, I, I, I know the Habs have a bad habit of having... Um, when they have one day in between games, they have uh, optional skates. Like, they had one uh, yesterday or today, I believe. Um, tomorrow, I would have, basically, a non-optional, you know, mandatory no-stick practice. Yeah, and be like, skate. you guys don't want to skate? You're going to skate. Yeah. Because this is our whole... T- like, this is the problem. You want to you- see fatigue? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> honestly. honestly. I-, I just don't oh, understand. It. Like, it- it's it's so frustrating because, like... The problems we have are what we're good at. Yeah. It's not like, you know, like a couple years ago, we're like, oh, we don't have any, you know, bigger forwards. So we're not like fighting in front of the net. It's like, no, no, no. Like we're not skating hard and we're not scoring a lot, which is the things we do well. Yeah. And and it's, it's sad too, because they're putting me in the position where like, I have to criticize guys. I have no, I have no right criticizing. It's like Anderson had a shit game tonight. Yeah. It's like, but like. What more can I ask from the guy? But, like, I need more. No, I know. I mean, like, when the whole team's in a slump, like, I can't have him not produce. I can't have Toffoli not produce. I can't have Gallagher not produce. Uh, the, the one thing that's worrying me about Toffoli, it's, like, not, not even no, serious. No, I know. It, it, the but, Vancouver, like, is, yeah. is it only against Vancouver that he's going to do this? Because, like, I know, he's little... very much not the same player yeah, I know. when he's not playing. And I don't mean he's not taking good shots, but like... It's almost like it's like a, he's trying to make like an ex jealous or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. It's it's very weird. I don't know what it is. And like, again, like, I, I don't like, especially, you know, like there's, there's local radio shows that do this too. It's like the Habs lose a couple games in a row and like give up the season. That's not what I'm <laughs> we're saying. Not we're, we're not no. we're, we're just, we're frustrated. And, and it's in the same sense that like, it's frustration because like, we know... Like, I'm still very confident in the playoffs. Yeah, but this... Well, yeah, obviously. Well, some people, I make, guarantee you, no, aren't. Some if, people if you have don't written think off the year. the Habs year. are going to make the playoffs, you're out of your mind. But yeah. the thing is, is... To put this into context, this is the Between the Whistles segment. So this is us reacting to this game, right? Yeah. 
So this is our emotions this game. Our weekly review is when you get calm and level-headed Robin Jesse. My emotions okay. are fucking high right, right now. <laughs> I'm uh, begging Jesse not to punch a hole in the wall. Okay? So, you know, that that's why you, you guys get both uh You didn't you know, believe our flavors. legs. The leg shake right now. It's, it's been uh, going on since the late 8 p.m. start. That just... The 8 p.m. start just set me off yeah, you for get the, the night. you get the bipolar. You get the Sunday mania <laughs> and the, the Saturday night depression. Yeah. So it's, uh, you know... But you have to... I make them sleep at the bell sign. I, just I wouldn't let them go I, home. I just couldn't even finish my last sentence because I started laughing because I remember Paul Byron came out during the media conference. He's like, you know, great teams don't lose twice. Yeah, I, I mentioned. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I mentioned that. It's like, what now? What yeah. now? Yeah. God, I would literally. I'm not kidding. I'd make them sleep in the bell sign tonight. I'd be like, you're not going home. But you know what? You're staying um, here until um, you win a game. I don't know why I keep my mind keeps going back to this, but it keeps going back to the fatigue thing that I they know. that they brought up, and I. It's like. Uh, it's like a student complaining about a hard test and a course I know, when that everyone gets curved. Had to take this test. <laughs> when a course gets curved, it's like you're all in the same boat. Yeah. Like Edmonton's just as tired as you. Yeah. So like, like, why does it look like it one team just... is, uh, you know, fully rested and one team looks like they just like, you know, march through the Rockies? It's, uh, you know. I don't know if these guys are up playing Fortnite all night or something. But... I I don't know. It's just it's it's bothering me so but much. We're so because... bad in the bell center. And I'm too. and I'm looking now like okay, Dreisaitl and McDavid got one point each on that last goal. They gave they both got like an assist on the same goal on the power play that uh, Barry scored, but like they weren't like an issue in that sense no. tonight you know and like it bothers me that like we've we have them locked Jar Jar Binks. exactly it's charger Jar banks Jar uh it's uh william lagason yeah who hit the crossbar and they go that would have been his first nhl goal it's like i obviously would have yeah. it's like every player pops their cherry in the bell center for yeah. some reason it's i don't understand yeah, and i like i just i can't i can't Watch them not score. Well, again. yeah. Look at look at. I don't mind losing six. Last five. night, last night, uh, you know the Leafs, uh, you know, completely humiliated me. I was I was tearing their depth apart. All their depth players scored. Yes, yeah. there you go. So, you know, I just oh, I boy. I won't get angry if we lose six five. Look, first game of the year we lost six five. I had yeah. nothing but good things to say. Yeah, you lose three nothing. I'm gonna lose it. I'm gonna lose it. Well. Like, I don't think they understand. Like, this, this also is... is not good for my health. Like, I'm not going to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I I but you know what's... I'm going to be on cap friendly till about four in the morning making different line combinations. There's none. <laughs> There's one combination, and it's not the Toffoli Gallagher Deno. That's the, oh, my that's the answer. I'm creative. You've never seen Ben Chirot play left wing. That might be the worst line combination. Like, I, I probably... Toffoli Gallagher Deno? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's a sniper, a grinder, and a two-way forward. It doesn't make any sense. Like who's the who's driving the play? Yeah, but and it, if it's it, Toffoli, he's not scoring. And well, and 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 beyond that, like take not uh, that's them at baseline. Deno's having the worst season of his life. Yeah. So like, let's put our guy who's our leading scorer on our team up with the center who's struggling. So like, it doesn't make sense. At, at this but, point, just put a little Vancouver sticker on the inside of Toffoli's visor. Yeah. Make him think he's always playing the Canucks. Yeah, put a VR headset. Yeah, honestly. But another thing too is we have to stop this thing because it gives me literally like gen like an anxiety disorder when the Habs can score eight goals one game, then get shut out for the next three to even out to about uh, two point seven goals per yeah. game. Okay, that has to stop because you know it, it's like the uh, price phenomena where he you know when he gets a nine eighty, 
you best be sh- you <laughs> rest assured next game he'll be under 900 oh yeah it, it happens every time because it you know it's law of large numbers and he'll you know bring himself back to baseline to his 900 905 and it's the same way with our scoring and it can't be that way with scoring like goaltending save percentages like yeah that's you know that's how the that's how the probability works but you know with our goals like we have to stop this like it, it's ridiculous it, it's it's driving our season down because like when we score eight goals against or seven goals against Vancouver, that leads us to uh, you know two losses against Ottawa. Yeah, you're defeated. I have nothing to say to it. You know? I have literally nothing to say I'm, to now it. Now I'm starting to slur my words. The yeah. last minute of what I'm saying makes no sense. Yeah, right? I'm repeating in my head. <laughs> okay, I'm dead tired, and. To top this day off, we get a shit performance like that. Yeah. And there's so much to work on that I can't even draw out like a, okay, a, a stoic philosophy of, all right, not a great game, but what can we work on to better improve? Because like everything was bad. That was, everything. that was, I, I went to a Habs game years ago. I was at the Bell oh. Center. <laughs> and Calgary? I, yeah. We yeah. lost, we lost one nothing, two, <laughs> sorry, two nothing to Calgary. It was an empty net goal. Calgary scored in the first period on a deflected goal, like our own defenseman deflected about four minutes into the game. Jordy Ben? I don't remember, but probably. <laughs> that was it for the whole game. Did you see his latest fight? This was the worst game I've ever seen. Yeah, this is... And no, I hadn't, but I can only imagine. Oh, if I was at, if I was at the Bell Center for this game, I'd, I'd literally jump off the nosebleeds. <laughs> like, I'd, I'd run up there after the game and jump off the nosebleeds. Like, that, that would just be... The price you pay to those, go to those games, like, yeah, like oh my god, yeah, that's uh, that's tough. That's a tough one, but okay, I I have to like actively end this podcast. <laughs> so I guess it's gonna get bad. <laughs> Saturday night. I mean, I've said this for the last uh, probably five games now, but this is a must-win game. Like, but now I'm being serious here. Like Toronto Saturday night is a must-win. Like yeah. we have to win that it's game. The third meeting as well. It's the third meeting, and like consider it like the third goal in hockey. It's the most important. It's gonna shake up the standings to that game, and uh, you know it's it's a big one, and uh, you know Toronto's gonna be well rested. Yeah. <laughs> right, and uh, at least we're not playing in the Bell Center. Yeah, that's a weird sentence. Well, yeah, but we don't play well in the Bell Center. No. Anyway, guys, we'll catch you Saturday night, and. Uh, Try to get some sleep tonight. Thank you for listening to the Habs Puck Drop podcast. You can email us your thoughts, questions, and suggestions through our email at habspuckdrop at gmail.com or direct message us on Instagram at habspuckdrop. We'll see you next time.